Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Hi, everyone. This is Nancy back with you. It's been a busy day at the Relationship of the Heart group for leaders. We've been online working on a lot of different things. And now I'm back to talk to you about the foundation of the relationship of the heart for leaders. What is the foundation of everything that we do here? I know you can go through here and you can be on iTunes and you'll see all different kinds of topics, but guess what? We do have an order to what some may call maybe our confusion, but it depends on, you know, if you're hopping all over the place trying to uh, find where we're at, uh, then that may look like confusion to you. But underneath all these different areas where we launch and teach and write is a firm foundation taken from God's word. Today, Let's see, I just want to check our, our chat out here. If you're listening to me live now, you will be able to chat with me. If you're listening to me later, you'll be able to hear this in the past episodes, or maybe you signed up and it'll pop into your email inbox, or maybe you're listening to this on iTunes, then you won't be able to participate in the chat. Why? Because we're not live. Now, to some, you may be thinking, why is she sharing all this? Why? Because I believe it's important to also help people that are not familiar with all these different avenues that we are launching on online. We all have our favorites, right? But those of us who set things up, for instance, setting this up, I see behind the scenes and I have to learn how to do it. And maybe it is your first time here. So it's what I would like to share with you is this. Never be afraid to ask me questions. It depends on what platform we're on online and where we're at and whether I'm on video or podcast or I'm writing something. Right smack in the middle of it, for instance, Thursday, we will be live at 2 p.m. in the afternoon with a meeting and a webinar and everyone's welcome. And in the area of that topic, once I am online, I will be unable to help you if you're having problems. But after, please make sure you get in touch with me, just like this now. Many people listen to this later when it's in the archives somewhere and it just keeps running and running. And if you have a question, you're having a problem, email me and I'm going to place it in the chat right now at nancy at relationships with nancy.com. Okay, please, you're not bothering me. That's part of relationship. So today, right now, I'm going to launch into our foundation. What is our foundation? 
when we come together and I lead a conference or workshop called Relationships of the Heart for Leaders or a general conference and workshop, not only what it is about or what is it about, but what is the foundation? Where do we start and where are we headed? And that's what I'd like to share with you today. So I'm going to start with three points. I'm going to hold for a second. I need to take a sip of water. I've been doing a lot of recording today and chatting with you today. And sometimes my voice is, is starting to crack just a little bit. So just a couple seconds, please. <clears throat> okay, we're back again. That's one thing with, with live, right? And we don't edit this out later. So everything that is said here will be set up for you and you're listening to it later yet yeah, we're live okay back to the three points i want you to listen to these very closely because many times someone will ask me and they will say so what exactly of a con is a conference or a workshop or a section that i do uh in an area of teaching what is this about what is it about so I begin with these three points and then I'm finished and they say, what is, what, what, what is it about? So I don't believe it's that I'm not making it clear. It's because we live in a society that speaks in sound bites. When we're on Facebook, what happens? Everything's scrolling by. We, If we're on our phone or even on our desktop or whatever we're on, we just press the button for a like or we make a quick comment. Um, and, and, it, and it just keeps moving, right? And a notification pops up to notify us that, hey, someone else is in this conversation too. Or we're on Twitter and, and the Twitter feed just keeps moving and Twitter is short, right? But when we're looking at this, I believe this. If we desire, and we believe we are, a discipleship or a disciple of Jesus Christ, then there comes a time when there's certain times during our day or season of life, we need to slow down a little bit and we need to listen. So that's what I'd like you to do today. So you know everything, almost everything, unless I'm chatting personally on my personal pages, but everything we teach. Yep, you're hearing me repeat it again and again. Because there is a statistic out there that tells us how many times we have to repeat something in today's noisy world for people to grasp it. So stay with me, okay? Stay with me. Three points. Heartbeat one. I call them the heartbeat. Heartbeat one, heartbeat two, heartbeat three. This is about the inside of us. Many times this topic was known as spiritual formation, which is part of discipleship, right? It was a spiritual formation class that I participated in and when I was at a university. 
And it's what spiritual formation is. It's about us personally. So as we grow as a disciple and we're learning, it's not selfish to think of the personal side of our life. Like, for instance, heartbeat one, our relationship with Jesus Christ. If we do not have a firm foundation with our relationship with Jesus Christ, the next two I'm going to share will only be tasks and relationships and things that we do because we're told this is what you do as a disciple. They won't flow out from your heart. Now, today we're speaking about leaders because that's what we focus on at the relationship of the heart. Leadership, digital, online, offline world is for leaders. So listen to this as a leader. Don't think of the people that you teach that attend your church. Maybe they sit under your teaching on a Sunday morning or whenever this is or in groups or whatever that looks like for you. I don't want you to think about the people that you are leading as I speak to you. This is what I share when I speak to leaders in conferences and workshops. This is about you. This is about your heart. So listen closely. This is about your relationship with Jesus Christ. The description that I have written down for this that we use again and again, let me read it off of my paper to you, is our relationship with Jesus Christ encourages and teaches us to walk through life with a quiet heart in the midst of a broken and hurting world. No matter where we live today, our world is in turmoil. People are in pain. People are afraid. Disasters are happening. I don't need to go through the long list, do I? There's something that may, as a leader, crop up in your mind. You are, But you are listening to people. You are leading people that are experiencing this. But this is why we go back to your heart, because as we're leading them, our heart can become damaged. That we are just functioning in a do it mentality. I've walked through this myself. I, I have doubted my faith. I have doubted that God is there. I felt I had a strong, close relationship with Jesus. And then one day, slowly, one thing after the next, after the next, after the next just started happening. And, and it's what my sinking was. I felt like I was sinking. But even though I was sinking, is what I learned through this. We walk by faith, not by sight. And that faith in this season, in the season of I was hurting and others were hurting. Or in that season of doubt, I still continued to do what I knew God called me to do. And I put one foot in front of the other and did one more task and one. And some may call that a hypocrite, right? Some could sit down with me and say, well, you're just a hypocrite. But there are times in our life that we may feel that we are not close to Christ. He's not going to throw us out when we're honest. We can walk away, but you know what I found out as we walk away? He walks right with me because I received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. 
Like in Romans 10, I confessed with my mouth that Jesus was Lord and believed that he rose from the dead. That's how I received him at the age of 32. But now we move into heartbeat number two, and this is our second foundation. Heartbeat number two is about our relationship and community. Now, it depends on where I am speaking, but if I am in one church, say a one community brings me in. It's just this one church. It's not people from um, other denominations or even their same denomination in other churches. It's just people inside this church that attend. Then when I'm talking about community, I will begin with the community within our church body, the body that we attend. Whatever language you speak, wherever we attend, maybe our church is just a few people because of where we live, or maybe it's large or smaller, it's a small group or whatever that looks like for you. But I talk about community. But then is where we head into is, guess what? Heartbeat number two, one of our foundations is, and this has grown even larger because now we can connect online, not just in person, in our local area. It is about community that we connect with. As a believer and follower of Jesus Christ, outside of the walls of the church that we attend. How do we work that out? So heartbeat number two is our relationship and community encourages and teaches us to live life loving one another and community with a sincere heart. Notice the word sincere. God's word is not like the world that tells us, I'm going to sit down with you. I'm going to spend time with you, but I don't like you. Because if we do not like another believer in Christ, we are not loving one another in community with a sincere heart, which is John 13, 34, and 35. These aren't my words. Now, I'm, remember, I'm speaking to you, leaders. I'm talking to leaders. As believers in Jesus Christ, we are to love one another with a sincere heart. Now, this scripture is speaking to all believers, but I am applying this today specifically to leaders. So let's take that back a little further. Say I am a pastor of a church and there are associate pastors in different positions, men and women. They are believers. I am the leader. I am over them. But guess what? I'm to love them with a sincere heart. Now let's take this a little further as leaders. I spend the majority of my time around leaders that are not part of the denomination that I'm in. They are believers in Jesus Christ. Some of the things, the, the areas we may interpret a little bit differently. But I am still 
when I'm talking about believers in Jesus Christ, other leaders, I am still to love them with a sincere heart. So as we leaders, pastors of companies, leaders of companies, owners of companies, leaders of certain divisions within a company or a leader anywhere, I am applying this to you as a leader. As we are teaching others, say if I'm sitting here, I am, right? I'm sitting here, I'm talking to you, and I am telling you what God's word tells me. Now, I don't always do it perfect, right? This isn't about being perfect, because there are times we get sideways with each other, and we're not happy with each other, and we may be angry at one another, but we are to love one another with a sincere, and I'm not going to go through the de definition of sincere here because this is just an overview. But here's the key. If we are struggling with someone in community, I'm not talking about the whole big community, whether there is 50, 130, thousands or whatever, we cannot have close relationships with, with everyone. Those, those are, there's going to be, general relationships right but those close relationships that we're in we'll say as a leader when we are struggling in those relationships and it's the same problem again and again and again and again Guess where we need to go? We must go back to, we must return to heartbeat number one, the firm foundation, our relationship with Jesus Christ. And ask, simply ask, Lord, I need your help. For instance, there is a, another leader that I'm around occasionally. And I, was mentored by a, a leader years ago. I've had different leaders in my life that have mentored me and discipled me in different areas of my life, men and women, and different ages. And one really worked with me in the area of manipulation as a leader. And guess what? It wasn't my manipulation, my Manipulate, try this again. My manipulating other people, it was allowing other leaders or just general people in the body, because I was a leader at the time, to manipulate me. So, in the last year, I've spent some time occasionally around someone who is a manipulator, and they're not a pastor of a church. But it would surprise people because most people don't even see that it's manipulation. It's a silent form of manipulation. Instead of, let me use this as an example. Now, leaders, I'm sharing this because I'm talking to you as a leader. We have to be on our guard both ways. One, as a leader, I'll speak of myself, that I am not trying to manipulate people. And two, that I don't allow people to manipulate me. But there is a type of manipulation that I was very unaware of. And, and a leader helped me walk through this because I just didn't get it. And it is a manipulation not with words. 
it is with action. It's certain things that a person will do, we'll say a leader, okay, that a leader will do when I'm around them. They won't say anything, but they'll do it. And, and so in, in thinking that it's discipleship, that is not healthy discipleship. And now I rant on this. A, a, a few years ago, I went through some training and it was about healthy leaders. And when we put that together with what I'm talking about here, a healthy leader does not disciple people by manipulation. To get someone else to do something, they don't turn to the other person and start talking about what they don't like. So the person that's listening is one that is doing what the leader does not like and does not approve of. But instead of speaking to that person, they'll speak in front of you to the other person, which is an implication. We're not stupid, right? It's like me. I'm not. I, I pick that up. One, um, a lot of people can pick it up without training, but I pick it up very, very quickly. So I'm going to stop right there as as leaders. We need to make sure within the body of Christ, because we love those we lead with, with a sincere heart and the people that we lead with a sincere heart, we will not desire to damage their heart by using manipulation. And I have heard this again and again. Well, I use manipulation or I do it this way because it is my way of discipling. Well, discipleship multiplies. And guess what? As a leader, you are teaching without realizing it and using the word manipulation, you are teaching and showing those people you lead and other leaders that you bring up that this is how you lead. So I'm going to ask you this today. This isn't in my notes today, um, but I seem to be headed there. So it must be a word that we need to look at. As a leader, not the leaders that you're leading or training or multiplying or mentoring or discipling or the people in the body of Christ. But as a leader, examine your life and ask yourself, am I, in my leadership, am I using manipulation? Is that what I'm using? And if you don't see any, then ask God. That's okay, but ask God, be brave and say, Lord, show me. Show me, is there a way that I am manipulating people around me to get what I want the way I want it and to disciple them because I want to turn them into A, B, C, and D? That's something we should think about, right, as leaders. And we always go back. That's why right now I mentioned this. We're talking about manipulation. And for us personally, where do we go? Heartbeat one, back to our relationship with Jesus Christ, which is asking him, Lord, do you see this in me? And, and am I a manipulator? Now, I had to learn the other end, which is just as bad, to not allow people that were around me that were leaders to manipulate me. And that's why I notice a person right now that they do, they'll stop for a while and then they'll start doing it again to manipulate me. They don't talk to me about it, but it's the things 
that they do to get me to do something. And all of a sudden I'll think, wait a minute, that's not mine to do. So we could go in a lot of different directions with, with this, but I'll, I'll stop right there and let's move into Heartbeat 3, our foundation. The heartbeat of Jesus reaching others encourages and teaches us to reach others with the gospel of Jesus Christ. So if our relationship is strong with Jesus Christ, Heartbeat 1, we will desire to reach others. We will desire to train others. We are the leader. We will desire to train others, to reach others. But we won't just teach them to reach others. We must have heartbeat number one combined with it, our relationship with Jesus Christ. These are only three topics. I remember someone asked me, oh, you only have those three topics in a conference or workshop? Well, those three topics are very important and they're very, very big. As leaders, they're very important. I have watched a movement pick up and, and they are great where they're, they're really getting the people up and reaching, reaching others. But pretty soon is what it turns into. It's like a robot. It, it's no different than just going to a baseball game or playing baseball. And there's nothing wrong with baseball, right? But but it, it's it's no different because there's no heart in it. It's just automatic. We're not doing it because we love Jesus Christ. Everybody's up and they're going. You know, I'm not going to pick out one of the churches, but here's a way to tell also heartbeat three. Look at the seven churches in the book of Revelation. And I can't remember which church it is. I'm not going to look it up right now, but one of the churches lost their love for Jesus Christ. They were doing all of these things. And that's what the world does. They do good things. And I'm not saying don't stop. There are volunteers out there. There are, are people who give. There are people that help with hurricanes and floods. And they are not believers in Jesus Christ. And it's good that they do these things. But I'm speaking to those of us who have received Jesus Christ. And we are leaders. We are a Christian leader. Heartbeat three reaching others the heartbeat of jesus flows from our relationship from G with jesus christ it doesn't flow from only community so this is what we go over in the conference and workshop these are our three topics and and um is what we work through is how do you bring these together life is busy right how do we bring heartbeat one two and three together in our life. So as you're going through and listening to any of my podcasts or videos, is what you will notice. I'm not going to say this is part of heartbeat one, this is part of heartbeat two, this is part of heartbeat three. Nope. We I may just be teaching lecture or we may be chatting together, but underneath it is one of these because I believe this is the foundation of a life lived well for Jesus Christ. And as a disciple of Jesus Christ, all three 
of the heartbeats I share with you today are important. So if you'd like to get in touch with me, you can contact me at nancy at relationshipswithnancy.com. If you're interested in more information in the area of what I'm talking about here, in the area of a conference or workshop, um, the reason I say conference slash workshop, sometime when I travel, it's labeled as a conference. And then here more in the US, it's labeled as a workshop. Um, I won't go into all the details about uh, what it is here. I just wanted to hit on these three heartbeats for us today and to remind you as leaders that personally in our own life, each one of the points that I shared with you is very important. Thanks for checking us out at Relationship of the Heart with Leaders, and I'll be back again soon.